1: On today's wrestling news, AEW star shoots on the WWE releases. Two huge matches have been added to Full Gear on Rampage. We've got news of some dark matches before Smackdown.
2: And a fiancé of a WWE wrestler punches a troll at their house.
1: Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Bill Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan to talk all things wrestling. But before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, subscribe to the channel, it all really does help. And uh, the links to each news video are in the description below. Click them and you can skip me mumbling. Uh, so the first story of today, uh, AW Rampage was across last night. And it was Brian Danielson versus Anthony Bowens of the acclaimed. Obviously, Max Caster came out there and he did a bit of a rap, didn't he? Uh, uh, it was a little bit of a, of a shoot. On the uh, WWE releases, and I'm just going to read out the rap, because why not? This is what we do. So, uh, the acclaimed, I'm not going to, am I going to rap? No, Salty Please, Braille, rap. He doesn't. He does, Give Salty Brown does not want to see me rap. Uh, so, the acclaimed, we only do numbers, but this guy's too busy growing cucumbers, because he likes farming. Uh, don't be mad at me, bro, because you're only because uh, you're only known for your wife's reality show, and you should eat some eggs. You should look at Baron's arms. They're bigger than your legs, because he's got little legs. Mean. Uh, and then the big line I'm going to put you in the poverty dog Because I end careers quicker than your father-in-law uh. hey, Obviously talking about John Laurinaitis And the WWE releases Good line, good line Max Caster it is, I love it this it Should be noted as well like Tony Khan does clear all of Max Caster's raps now After the incident that happened a few months ago uh, So this was definitely cleared by Tony Khan as well uh, And the look on Daniel Brian uh, Danielson's face Need to get that in my head Um, at the end of it uh, said it all he was just okay yeah you got me on that one
2: It was really well done, wasn't it? And I think, um, yeah, like it is, it's important to know that Tony Khan does get his final say on these raps now. So he was like, yeah, we'll get away with that. Let's throw that in. And the, the reaction from the crowd, like every one of the lines coming up to that were building really well. Like everyone was kind of going, oh, oh and that yeah. one literally just, it was, that almost like peaked the show. It was just like, oh, you just say that. But Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you do yeah, say that, Max Caster, because it's been BS this week, what's happened with everyone. So... <laughs> I just felt bad for because He's like, yeah, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go home to this now. Thanks, cheers, yeah. cheers to that, buddy.
1: <laughs> so for that. It was a lot. It was a lot. But Rampage. A... Sorry, go on. Ooh. And then he had a good match with Anthony Bowens, and obviously beat him because it's Brian Danielson. Of course he did. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there was all that.
2: Rampage was a, a pretty, pretty important show. Come to think of it, I think it, in terms of consequences and what he set up for Full Gear, I'd say it was probably more important you could say than dynamite really this week because we had two massive like huge matches set up for full gear on this show so we had the probably we'll get the first one out of the way because i'd say it's uh it's not necessarily going to be one of the big marquee main event matches on the event but it's still gonna be pretty damn good we've got jurassic express and christian cage they're going to be taking on super click the super click they're going to be taking them on the falls count anywhere big Crazy, bump, spot fest, nutty match, which is probably going to be pretty damn good anyway, but you'll expect it. I think it'll either open the show or it'll just be like somewhere in between as a weird kind of destruction derby palette cleanser type thing. And then the big one, the huge talking point on top of the Max Caster rap, obviously coming out of Rampage, was CM Punk and Eddie Kingston just going off. Going off on one another. It was mad. Like, Punk was just being really smug and just saying, oh, you're you're a bum, Eddie Kingston. Like, you, we, we tried to give you the ball to run with and you didn't. You tripped. You fell on your face. And Eddie Kingston was just being the ultimate babyface. Really firing up, getting his face. He was screaming it built perfectly. And then they were squabbling and Punk was like, right, come on, let's have a match. Full gate. Let's do it. And then they had to be held back and They were fighting each other and it was just great. It felt organic. It felt like two really tough dudes getting each other's faces like in a club or in a bar and just saying, are we going to fight? Are we going to do this? Are we going to get this on? And I can't wait for them just to rip 10 bells and lumps of crap out of each other. I can't even say words because I'm so fired up to see
1: CM Punk and Eddie Kingston just batter each other. Yeah, this was really good. Uh, Punk started off really well on Dynamite with the thing about John Moxley and then transition it into Eddie Kingston. Um, uh, but then this was just on an absolute n- another level. Like you talk about bringing sort of reality into your wrestling storylines, like this was it. Like they were so fired up. Like Eddie Kingston just you felt real. Like you're like, oh my god, they're gonna destroy each other. Absolutely love this. Can't wait for the match. Just, just really, really, really good pro wrestling storytelling. At the end of the day, what more do you want? Exactly. Um, But moving over to WWE for a second, there was a bunch of dark matches before WWE SmackDown, as they have been doing quite a lot in recent months. Uh, But the first one, uh, Johnny Gargano beat Kyle O'Reilly. And then the second one, Amari Miller defeated uh, Dakota Kai. Um, So big things on this one is I wouldn't expect all of these people just to get called up, because we've had quite a few dark matches on SmackDown over the past few months not necessarily great things has happened to the people that have been in them like obviously Karrion Cross started in a few dark matches you know what happened there Bronson Reed uh, Scarlett uh, there's been a bunch of others Dakota Kai's had a couple now um, so it's not it's hit and miss as to whether this actually works this very much feels like Vince can't be bothered watching the vast array of tapes that they've got in their NXT library and he has to see them like in the flesh right there in front of him um, and also Johnny Gargano and Kyle Riley are quite small men, so I don't see them at the top of Vince McMahon's list. Uh, But the biggest thing about those two is that both of their contracts are up in December. Gargano's contract is up on December 3rd, we know that, and Kyle Riley is just sometime in in December. We don't know the exact date. Um, So interesting stuff. Seems like maybe WWE taking a last look at them before they decide what to do with their contract status. Personally, I kind of want them both to leave, and I, at least in NXT, there's nothing left, in NXT 2.0, I should say, there's not really anything left for either of them, and in AEW, I assume both of them would get snapped up instantly, because why the hell wouldn't you, You're, they're two of the best wrestlers in the world. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's really ominous, This, um, these these dark matches now, obviously because of
1: the, the events that have happened
2: in the last week, but... I completely agree. They've, they've done everything they, they can do in what was NXT. Now they're just like the the products of a bygone era and it's... It's really sad seeing them on 2.0 right now because you can just feel yeah. they're not they don't they don't fit in with this new this new concept this new vision going forward. Like you see Kyle Riley having weird conversations with Von Wagner backstage and going chopping wood together, and then with Gargano they're just gonna try and do what one final 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 last we swear this is gonna be the last one ever beat with Tommaso Ciampa, and it's just like it doesn't pop like it used to with either of them. And I, I like I agree again, I don't see them having great long spanning careers on the main roster. They do get called up. So that in itself's pretty oh, I don't know, pretty damning, like, of the system. Again, we can go into a massive, huge thing about this, but I think all in all, these two just probably deserve to go and spread the wings again and just prove that they are two of the absolute best on the planet and go and do it in AEW, New Japan, Uh, Ring of Honor, well, probably not Ring of Honor right now, obviously because of the situation that's going on there, maybe in 2022, but just do something with all this talent that isn't just becoming a manager, getting a haircut, and some other stupid bollocks, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It should be noted as well that like Candice LeRae's contract is up in some point in 2022. So she's not got a huge amount of time left there. Obviously, out on maternity with a pregnancy and things like that as well. Um, but it could all tie in together that they could move their happy little family somewhere else. Maybe I personally... Yeah, I just... I absolutely love Johnny Gargano and I just want to see the absolute best for him and just get the best position on any card that he possibly can and just unfortunately I don't see that happening in WWE. Hell man that's just the way it is. Sorry about that. Moving
2: on. So uh, fiancés of WWE stars punching internet trolls. That's a thing apparently. Yeah, that's a a big whole thing. Oh, wrestling's strange isn't it? What a a shifting gears we're having here on this lovely Saturday morning. So, uh, professional boxer and MMA fighter Ulysses Diaz, you may know him better as the fiancé of WWE Raw Star. Dana Brooke. Oh, yeah. This is is big stuff. He's been arrested because he showed up at an Internet Trolls Troll's home and punched him right in the mouth. That is what happened. So it's a report from uh, WPLG Local 10, and they said that another arrest in Miami Dade, or Daddy, I'm not from Miami, I don't know if I've said that wrong. Uh, This one of a (laughs) professional... Miami Daddy. (laughs) Miami Daddy. Oh, yeah. TikTok's gonna love that one. Uh, This one of a professional boxer and MMA fighter. He is 40 years old. Ulysses Diaz de Villegas. I've ruined that again. And he's accused of striking a victim in the mouth uh, causing a big laceration. Police say the victim posted about him online and Diaz de Villegas has showed up to his home and that's when he hit him. He's now facing a battery charge and being held on a $5,000 bond. And obviously Dana Brooke had announced that she and Diaz are going to be engaged to be married and that was in July they announced that. So, yeah a bit bit of a... a bump in the road, you could say, towards their, their eventual bump marriage. Bump the face, um, my <laughs> Yeah, bump to the face. That's what happened. I, I shouldn't laugh. It's a horrible thing when, you know, people get arrested and all, all the yeah. rest of it. But don't go to trolls' houses and punch them in the... It's a weird one, this, because if, if something really horrible was said online, like you can understand why somebody's riled up to the point of wanting to retaliate, but said retaliation should not come in the form of going to their home and giving them a laceration on the face, that's probably not the right yeah. way of going about
1: it. There's police for that. I Yeah, I can't decide where the moral in this story lies is it don't punch don't go to people's houses and punch them in the face or just don't be a dick online like there's, there's got to be a fine line somewhere in the middle of that where everyone just gets along <laughs> yeah surely i mean it's given me loads of ideas now phil it's uh,
2: gonna be my weekend sorted just going around to people's Indeed. houses
1: but yeah don't be a dick online and you won't get punched no. in the face exactly exactly i'll, I'll take that uh, so let's move over to your Twitter questions. Uh, the first one comes from Mark Salad, who has a lovely picture of his doggos and says, Morning, legends. Uh, with all these budget cuts, uh, in inverted commas, maybe WWE can use some of that money and bring back pay-per-view sets and not just boring, bland BS like the product. What's your favorite ever pay-per-view set? Here's he's completely stolen mine, is the backlash when they had the big swinging claws. They were oh, really good.
2: I thought that was No Mercy for some weird reason, but yeah, I like that as well. They're really good. Uh, but first and foremost, they're not going to bring back the sets. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to rain on this parade. I can't see that happening, unless it's WrestleMania, which is pretty good. Um Mine is Armageddon. I really like that because it's just synonymous uh, for me with the Jeff Hardy WWE Championship win when he climbs to the top and he's like holding the belt. I really like that. It's really simple if you think about it. It's just massive scaffolding behind like a burning building. But, you know, I'm a simple mind. I like it.
1: Fair. Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, like mine has always been the backlash thing. I love the big swinging thing and Jeff Hardy just kind of diving off them as it swings. Um, uh, We've actually just done Retro Ups and Downs that's coming out tomorrow. For Armageddon 2008, when Jeff Hardy finally won the belt. Uh, and that was like a big sort of post apocalyptic set yeah, thing. Yeah. And it looked like really, really ace. Uh, but like all of the sort of things, like SummerSlam's had some really good ones. Anything that's like a little bit tied into the theme of the pay per view, just so much better and way more visually interesting than just big giant screen at every single show. I mean, the big giant screen is impressive in itself, but you get enough of that and the SmackDown. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and that's why I like the big pirate
1: ship at WrestleMania. And that's, that's, one of, that's a personal highlight of 2021, that. That's one of the best things about WrestleMania is they always actually have the big set and they go all out for it. And it's really fun. Bring back fun. <laughs> uh, next question comes from Dalton Barnett, who says, uh, Do you think all the open challenges that Drew has been issuing will lead him to be the leader of Team SmackDown and his team are the ones who've answered his challenge?
2: I do think he'll be the leader of uh, Team SmackDown. But this booking is ridiculous. But it's, it's <laughs> ridiculous enough that WWE are probably doing this. Like He's going to absolutely maul everyone who's going to be on his team Then he's going to go, you guys, you've got something. You're terrible, but let's make a team. It's just, it's you typical. Can play it up.
1: At least they've got heart. They've got the balls to challenge him in the first place. They've got the cojones.
2: I mean, it just doesn't make them look very good, and the fact that Ricochet seems to have an Achilles heel, where it's every time he does a backflip of sorts, he can get kicked in the face. That's, that's Ricochet's something. Ricochet's that... Achilles
1: heel at the minute is every time he does a wrestle, he loses.
2: He do, yeah, it's bad in that, isn't it? It's, it's not going to get it's you really, really fired bad. Achilles, Achilles heel. <laughs> he, he looked pretty good, honestly. Like there is a thing of like getting over in the defeat. It doesn't really happen in WWE, but Ricochet looked pretty good in this match. So I'd, l- yeah. I'd like to see him in the match. I'd like to see Mustafa Ali isn't in the match as well. But this this the whole concept of him battering his entire team, then going, yeah, come on, guys, do it. It's not going to be great for team morale, is it?
1: No, fair. If you want to see a really good Ricochet versus Drew Galloway match, <coughs> uh, go Google it on YouTube. YouTube it right now. Uh, WCPW on the Defiant Wrestling channel. It's right there it's free and it was absolutely amazing and we did it so you know we're better than wwe is what i'm saying um the final question True. of the day comes from aj david who says with the wwe method we're accustomed to the odd couple stroke thrown together tag teams which odd couple in AEW would you throw together and what would be their name Ooh, that's a good one. um I'm
2: going to go mixed tag because I just like these two people and I'm going to throw them together, even though we don't have like a real mixed tag division in AW yet. But I go Abaddon and Orange Cassidy and I'd call them the zombie orange peel. <laughs> Happy Saturday. <laughs> I
1: don't know to do that. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. Why not? It's an undead orange. It's great. Undead orange. Yeah, Yeah. Um, you've you've absolutely just knocked what I was going to say out of my mind and I can't even remember anymore. (laughs) Bring it back to life, man. Do you want me to bite you? I'll I'll
2: reincarnate
1: this stuff. Come on, let's do it. I'll reanimate, sorry. Absolutely not. Um, I don't know. I can't remember anymore. It's gone. It's gone from my mind. I'm going to take... uh, um, I don't even know. (laughs) I'm I'm so sorry. (laughs) Cody and Miro and call them... Team Redeem. I think this is God's favorite nightmare. Then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've derailed the video. this video. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, subscribe. I guess if this is what you're into, uh, like the video, then comment down below uh, all your odd couples <sighs> that you would put in AEW. Um, if you want, if you want, after this, you can follow us on Twitter at fill <laughs> My Chambers and. Uh, i wouldn't recommend i wouldn't recommend
2: following me but um at morgan 04 more zombie oranges indeed
1: um and yeah thank you very much for joining us have yourselves a bloody good day we need to learn how to end videos we're not good at this film somehow one day hold (laughs) up